States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This meeting is now called to order. In line with the verb of C.B.R.'s long-standing policy of open government and compliance with the Open Public Meetings Act, I wish to advise you that adequate notice of this regular scheduled meeting was sent to the Asbury Park Press and other local newspapers on January 10, 2023. In each instance, the date, time, and location of this meeting were provided in the notice. This meeting is open to the public. Uh, roll call. Council Members Bieber? Here. Booker? Here. Catalano? Here. Gorman? Here. Keeler? Lomney? Here. And Mayor Kelly is here. All right, first up is remarks from the audience. If there's anybody online or in person like to be heard, just please state your name, your address, and the floor is yours. Anybody? Anyone like to be heard today? Anybody online like to be heard today? All right, we'll go right on to uh, items for discussion. First up is our board administrator, Joe Baruch, Capital Projects. Thank you. Um, the downtown backflow preventers are, are complete. Um, they're, they're waiting for another O-ring or, or some gasket. It was supposed to happen today. It was supposed to happen today, but they're all in. Um, the one that was not functioning properly, it was discovered that there was a, a two-inch hole in the pipe so that the backflow preventer did not um, work as designed, and that's why it was, uh, we thought it was malfunctioning, but it, it, it was bypassing the backflow preventer. So all of them are done in, in, in the downtown, and we are also asking for a, uh, uh, a, a maintenance agreement to, for them to come and check them, you know, at least twice a year, so that we're sure they're running. Joe, what does that leave with ones that have yet to be completely functional? Is that everything? I know we have several in town and some DOT controls. The, the ones that we control downtown are completed. And how about North or South yet? No. Uh, Greg and I met yesterday. Um, Greg has contacted um, Senator O'Scanlan to try to get a meeting with DOT. Yeah. They rejected uh, the compromise that uh, the property owners and the borough came up with to put in the one uh, 200 block, whatever, the 200 block. There are six total. Um, the DOT did not endorse Greg's uh, compromise with the property owners where it went along the property line instead of so far over. It had a, a, a little jug in it and it went out into the water and Greg's design showed it to be 20 feet out into the out into the river. Uh, they wanted to put it right on the uh, uh, right on the river bank and that's precisely what filled it a few weeks ago or a month ago and the DOT had to come in and jet it out. It was filled with sand. Uh, and that's why it, was, it wasn't working even as designed. So uh, we're trying to get uh, uh, Greg sent over to Senator O'Scanlan the designs, uh, the background, the, and we're hoping to get a meeting with the DOT because they want to do all six at once. And I understand that, but there are five others that are no problem whatsoever, both in North and South Beach, the one at Eventide, um, there's there's uh, two down there, and four, four, four north. Does that mean all the ones that we have authority over are functional? Correct. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, so we're working on the DOT uh, now. Uh, I told Greg yesterday I'd call Declan and see if he can uh, expedite a meeting. Expedite a meeting. 
Um, the roadway improvement program, Island uh, View, Garden Way, Long View are all scheduled to be done uh, in the fall. Okay, so our road improvement plan, and then we have a, a grant in place that we're going to try to get a, a series of other uh, other other roads done next year. Um, we're gonna we're gonna hold off on the manhole repair uh, uh, on Ocean Avenue near uh, near uh, the Sands um, until after the summer. Um, the DPW building, uh, Greg was uh, successful in meeting with uh, JCP&L. We do have uh, the ability to, to build on that property. Now the time comes to make the decision whether we want to build on River, River Street. Uh, JCP&L gave the green light. They don't have any, any lines there. Uh, if they do, then, then it's right in the driveway, which uh, will be, there'll be easy access. I mean, I still think it's the best location for it. Well, we own it. <laughs> we, own, yeah, yeah. we own the property. Um, and we're going to have, uh, you know, it's crunch time for all of our facilities right now. In the fall, I think we're going to start losing them one by one, uh, the ones we rent from, uh, you know, in the downtown. Uh, so that's going to take a, a year to do uh, once we make the decision, and Greg's going to get us the estimate, uh, the, the, the estimate for the building. Um, we have um, the GIS mapping uh, almost completed of our stormwater infrastructure that's required by the state. Uh, we have a grant for that, uh, and, and that's uh, almost done. Uh, and the trash rack, uh, the, the trash rack River Avenue, River Street is, uh, uh, Greg's getting three prices to do that and we'll award it to the lowest, uh, lowest bidder. Um, so that's my report on what our current capital is going on. Bulkheads are ongoing. Greg gave us the, the pro initial proposal. We have the funding going in place. So the, so the bulkhead project, uh, I know that uh, the mayor and, and Irwin uh, were, I think many of you attended on, on Monday, but um, got the ear of uh, Congressman Pallone and Senator Menendez about a grant application. And I've asked Mike again to set up a meeting with the county and the, with the state emergency management to see, make sure they're behind us with this project so that we can uh, hopefully get grant funded for it. And Jeff, I just saw something from uh, Millennium, Millennium uh, 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 and I sent it over to you yesterday, Greg, about a grant for, that may provide funding for the engineering. Potentially. Yeah. There, there, uh, Katie from uh, Millennium, our, our consultant there, our, our point of contact, uh, provided some additional context on that that it might not be a direct line, you know, to, to, to a reimbursement of our outlay for the engineering and other work uh, ahead, of the, ahead of the project, but um, there may be technical assistance and that's where it, it, it kind of gets malleable. So hopefully we can uh, get further uh, clarity on that, on what we could use it for, because it seems like it's pretty simple to ask for it's a letter, right? So um, it's something I think we should look at, um, but, but uh, just have, have to have clarity on what we could use it for if we got it. I didn't get a chance to look at it yet. Is time of the essence on this? Um, no, not 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 like in the, in, like in the immediate like weeks. I mean, there, there's some time for this, but the process is, is very simple. Uh, we have we have to write a letter asking for it. Okay. So, so okay, we'll take a look at it. Thank you. Yeah, Greg, I forwarded it to you. I don't know if you had a chance to look at it. You, it's a, it's in your email. Yeah, thanks for that, Joe. Anybody have more questions for Joe? 
All right, thanks. Uh, we're going on to our public safety update uh, for the police. Jim, would that be you? Oh, I'm sorry, it's here. All right, Chief is here.
Chris came up with a few others that weren't under uh, electric bikes particularly. They were under streets or... Just, um, yeah, they grouped them in with other things, just yeah. saying, you know, nothing, you know, they're not allowed on a sidewalk or whatever. But there wasn't a specific ordinance for them. Okay. So, so we could maybe use those to bolster walls or whatever we're comfortable with. Yeah, but we'll get them to you. very in-depth. Walls was a lot that we didn't need in there. Yeah, our, our, our first thought was it's probably more than we need. It's more than way more has, than It has in there what we need. Yeah, probably. and we can go over and crisscross things out and update it. And it's, it was the best I've ever seen. Okay, so if we, Chris, if you can get what you have, and just get a copy of it for us, and Chief, I have, I have it. Yeah, I and, and remember, what we said here is, an ordinance doesn't fix the problem, but it puts the police department in a position that they can take action. Yeah, and I feel like ordinance. with Wall Township, they use it mostly if there's a, an accident with an e-bike, would that be correct? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. There's also, Wall Township also has a... The trails. Uh, the trails, and they also have an e-bike uh, and scooter to rental place. So they were concerned about having that as a registered business. We don't think we have to worry about that yeah, part yeah. of the ordinance. You know. 
So we'll kick it off, Mayor, and then we'll come back with a recommendation. Probably right right. Month. Right. I think it's going to be a pretty easy ordinance. I don't think it's going to be that hard to do. And obviously, uh, last month, or we had the fireworks, which were freaking great. If anybody was here for them, they were good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's standard. Yeah. And then we got her. Everyone did a good job. The road department, the road department, not right here, but the road department crushed it. We couldn't have done it without them setting the whole thing up and after the fireworks you wouldn't even know by midnight that there were more fireworks set up by six o'clock in the morning you wouldn't even know anything would happen they had everything done cleaning put away they, they did a great job and said so we could not have done it without them so again, maybe, maybe we uh we recognize them and that at the next council meeting perhaps yeah. i mean it's quite a task thank you that's it yeah, thanks for the department you guys are doing a great job as always this summer nice and smooth right Jim? <laughs> All right, fire is up. Yeah, here. Um, despite the weather, we're actually having a very busy year. Probably going to be our busiest year this year. Um, to date, 291 polls. We served 65 in the month of June. Um, today, on the 13th day of July, we're going to 57 polls in the month. In comparison, we were, when I ran the numbers last night, we went almost 66 polls ahead of last year, uh, which was, last year was our busiest year, 565, I think it was. So, um, we're on track to do over 600, and that's barring kind of uh, storms, which always increases our calls for service. Um, Training-wise, we're continuing our training with, with Ocean Rescue. Uh, last week, I'm going to give us all the pictures. We did the sample plant on the beach. Next week, we're taking a week off because of the rainy swim this weekend. Next week is uh, just a basic ocean rescue type thing for, for specific to, to the firefighters. And then the following week is the uh, what they refer to as the Kodak, which is the uh, submerged swimmer. Again, it's going to be a place tailored to our guys after hours type response when the light goes on here. And you get a, a submerged swimmer. Nothing much going on. Um, still getting hit pretty hard with the apparatus bills. Um, I'll just draft a report for you guys so you guys can see where we're at with it. It came and came back with a fifteen thousand dollar bill from Overwork, which is probably my entire maintenance budget for you. So um, aside from that, the, would you would you guess what you guess your what's your guess be on your ratio of like mutual aid calls? To, for the year out of 291 falls, 96 were either mutual or automatically um, out, and we received 60. Thanks. Very cool. Thanks, Chad. Any questions for our chief? Yes, chief. Gotcha. Hey, Chad. Were you going to mention another thing about Long Range? Oh, yeah. So we, um, we had that discussion all the time. Um, a couple months ago about that, that agreement with Long Branch. Um, Mike shot down because he wasn't going to certify the funds because he wasn't budgeted for this year, which I understand, I respect that. Um, I don't know if it's something that we still want to entertain. I don't know if it's a conversation we have with Charlie to see if we can just ride out this year as it is and then budget for it next year. Um, I can have that conversation with him if you want. Give it a try. I, I mean, I, I, you know, we, we all kind of just no, we're taken back by you know mutual aid, mutual aid. I mean, yeah. we, we, we work with with each other. We don't we don't abuse it. And, right. Um, Two and, times in the last for 
and being able to charge us for it is a little out of the norm. So, but they, I guess I'm told they have it with other towns. I think every town is interested to them. So we, we talked about it where we'd have to pay them if they answer a call here, right. um, because they'd have to bring in off-duty off people overtime. for overtime. Five guys, minimum two hours, maximum four hours longer. What's, what's, what's the financial impact? How uh, how often did we use them? I've used them twice in the last forever. So it's a pay by the drink. It's not a flat fee, and then it's right. on top. Correct. And just an estimate of what it would cost if we did a typical fire and they responded just to roughly minimum two hours of fire would be under a thousand. Under a thousand dollars. Twice. The once was across the street. The other one was the fire here. Forwards. I don't know if it makes sense to make a snap decision because I do remember us talking about it. But Maybe he could take a run at... Uh, so, uh, what, I, what I'm going to propose is I'm going to have a conversation with the city administrator and see like, hey, can we just maintain status quo for the end of the year, we'll budget for it next year. Um, and we can just make it, in my opinion, obviously we have to talk to Mike, make it a line, and if that line's not used, it just goes back to general. Right. And we can pay only if they... Only if we... It's, it's only if you need it, and you can't sure. for a two-hour yeah. Listen, we have some kind of feature. Yeah. Now, sometimes we go to fires that aren't mutual aid. Would they ever come in here on their own? Not without being called. Okay. And they're only called upon a confirmation of an actual fire, but it's not automatic. Okay. Is this based just on the fact that it's their paid people that are yes. responding? Yeah, the base, yeah. So if you go down the long branch. They offer to send us their volunteers as many as we want. But they don't so if they come here, they're going to call back up in. They need to call and refill. Yeah. Could you just put it on a piece of paper? I'll write it all over. Yeah, that would be good. That would be very helpful. Thanks, Chief. Thank you, sir. Just one question, Chad. Has any other town instituted that at Red Bank? So Long Ranch is really the only one close to us with the exception of Asbury Park that has a career stay. Um, Asbury Park does not do it. Uh, their city administration doesn't care. Um, Long Ranch city administration cares. You know, uh, they're out of order. Why should we put that bill for other people's problems? Uh, we're paying to protect Long Ranch. If we're going to send you our, our people, you're going to pay for it. Pretty much what, what their thought is. Um, I know Mount Beach, Oceanport, West Long Branch all signed up. They, so, they also sent the same proposal to them? Yeah, they, they all signed up. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I'll talk to him and I'll see if we can push this off and do it right budget for next year. That way we have that line. And like I said, if we don't use it, then it goes back to the job. Thanks, Chief. Okay, we're moving on to uh, the next two are pretty similar in nature. One is the county pass resolution uh, declaring. Just to explain, see if EMS. Uh, oh, sorry. You're up. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. So, 
I don't know if the first aid has reached out and thanked everybody for the allocation for the stretcher and the CPR device, but we, we appreciate it. Much needed updated equipment. Uh, the CPR device should be here within a month or two, and the stretcher is about four to six months away from being installed. Uh, it will save a lot of backs, and the CPR device is a great device for the residents if it's needed. Squad right now is about 150 calls. We have two members starting EMT class in August. And just besides training with the fire department, um, really that's all we have going on. We are staffing every day as best we can so that we have at least an ambulance available for the town. We've kind of done away with mutual aid for now through the summer, just so we are available here. If we have the resources to do so and it comes up, we may, but right now we're focused on the town and the town only. All right, so that's pretty much it. But again, thank you very much for the equipment. That's great equipment. I'm glad, I'm glad it all worked out. We're able to get that lined up for you guys. But yeah, we have appreciate it. It's, sure. a, it's a great tool. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, thanks for that. What would you um, give as an assessment for the, um, uh, for the department right now? And we've had some past couple of years, some transition issues and some challenges in leadership, et cetera. What would you say or, or how would you uh, assess the department at this point? Our, well, our EMS chief is dedicated a million percent, I should say. He's every second he's not working, he's here. And even when he is working and I'm not, he's on the phone with me constantly. So it's a, a constant text. Our line is pretty solid. Um, our membership, a little less than what we'd like to have right now, but we're working on that too. We're, we're reaching out to other towns whose EMTs, as you know, we do have, me personally, I'm a Middletown guy. I'm not a resident of Seabright. So I do, I've kind of put Middletown aside and grabbed a couple people from Middletown that are now members of the squad, EMT-wise. So, I mean, basically that's, that's basically what you're gonna get now. Um, volunteering is a dedication and you have to have that, that fire to do it. And, and just finding that handful of people will keep the squad running. What, how many volunteers do we have? Uh, total, we have 38 on the squad. And what's a comfortable number in your mind? Actively riding, we have seven. So you'd like to have anywhere between 12 and 15 active riding members to make sure you can staff night, night times, day times, weekends. You know, summertime, everybody wants to go and enjoy themselves. But, so, you know, another seven, eight members EMT-wise would be perfect. Could we live with three? Yeah. Four? Yeah. You know, we're making it work now, so. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. When, when you say you suspended mutual aid, that included Sandy Hook? No, Sandy Hook, unfortunately, we have to respond to. Okay. Yeah. I want to verify okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. I just go back to what the uh, so the county had sought a federal declaration on it for 9/11 as a holiday. They didn't, they didn't get it, so they adopted themselves. And there's that's for our support. You know, we're in favor of that. I think obviously it was a national tragedy, but especially locally, it especially affected Monmouth County and the entire state. So I think it's a nice thing to support, and they just shared it with us. So we wanted to share it with you. Um, also. I think it's a good idea. There's a draft resolution in there that I believe the county shared with us also for the 250th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. Nice, significant day. We should, I think we should support that too and adopt the resolution. And then also figure out what we can do as a commemoration in the meantime. So I think uh, that's
that's on there for your review also. Um, there is a, a beach badge donation request. It's, it's with, uh, the funds will be used for uh, school grants and so basically it's donations. So I don't see any issues with that, but I'm sure the beach department will probably be fine with that. But if you recommend that, Sam, and share with maybe Don with beach badge request donation. I don't know anything about Perfect timing. Hi. We're rolling right up to the uh, farmer's market proposal in a minute here. Uh, we were going to try to set some parameters for beach badge donations. We'll, we'll try to see what's fair. Um, you know, we, we in the past we used to when um, we used to have the sale not just December. It used to go through March, and during that time frame was when we allowed donations. But now it's just December, and we get a lot of requests. You know, in the winter time for the summer. In spring events, so they have badges for the summer. So, maybe, well, maybe Sam, you want to speak to Donnie and just figure out what is apropos and sure. we'll use that as a guideline. Yeah, you can audit what you did last year, how many we gave last year. Um, I don't know off the top of my head, but I have a list yeah. of them. Yeah. We, we had one pop up recently, <clears throat> and I, I think Chris and I think Joe made a very good suggestion, and that is we define a process that we have because it's really hard after the fact to say no to somebody when you've said yes to other people. And in my mind, if you have a process in place, it's got to be in by a certain deadline, we're limiting it at 10, I'm making all of this up. Mm -hmm. But we have, we have a process by which we do this. To me, it makes it more black and white, which makes it easier to say, if, you, if you're looking to do this, here's the window in which you submit your application, whatever. So Joe, I think that's basically what you were just suggesting, right? Yeah, I, 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 I think we ought to have a form, format that we adhere to. It really doesn't cost us anything. No. Technically, no. it doesn't cost us anything. And it's a pretty good gesture. I mean, I'm sure yeah. Donnie and the crew will put the kibosh on it if it gets out of control, which I don't think it ever will. But yeah, I think the recommendation is good. Sam, you can speak down to the guidelines. Like I said, it doesn't cost us anything. I think we're all saying the same thing. <coughs> Thanks. Um, all right, Heather. Hi. Hello. Yes, so um, a woman, um, Jennifer, um, from here, here, reached out and submitted a proposal to the farmer's market. So we had a farmer's market, I don't know how many years it was running before, a couple, That's during the day in the summer. Yeah, so she didn't run that one, um, but she is currently running the Keyport Farmer's Market right now. And um, I spoke with her about getting one started again. She thinks that maybe you need your anchor, your farmer. She said, given this time of year, the farmers are kind of allocated, but she might be able to see someone for like an August or end of September time period. I also spoke with her about um, a desire to extend it all the way through the year. And when it becomes colder, we could use the rec center as a market sort of area when it's not being used. So again, we can bring people into the town and then as they're shopping, they'll visit, you know, the frequent stores on the off season. So it's kind of an all year round opportunity. Um, we can evaluate what's working with vendors. I told her, it's like, you know, you never know what town, what's gonna work where, and we can experiment and bring different people in. She also has um, an idea of having, you know, some of your anchors that are always there and then kind of bringing in different vendors just so people kind of come and say, oh, what's there today? What's there this week? They always have something different. They always have something new. It's again, it's that 
retail pull that brings people kind of in in curiosity. So she kind of comes from that sort of um, mindset. So I think it's an interesting opportunity to bring it back. Everyone constantly asks on social, when's our farmer's market? Do we have a farmer's market? So it would be nice. Again, it's another giving back to the community. We may want to tweak it a bit. Yep. Uh, our problem was cordon off parking. We lost so many spots for the day because the police had to do it first thing in the morning and we lost those all day. Uh, maybe we can... Uh, do you have a slowest day? Depends on weather. <laughs> I mean, it's it weather dependent. Like yesterday, you couldn't get a parking spot here. Right. And it was a, a Wednesday. Um, Did we ever contemplate a non revenue parking spot location? The business is this I mean, is there, is there an area that's concrete that's not parking? Could you do it on the basketball court? Well, I think, that, I think that the market could absolutely be on the basketball court. Mm -hmm. Something like that. I think that could be perfect. Um, but would they, would somebody come here and and pay to uh, to go to the farmers market, you know, in one of the. I think we experiment. You know, we can see. I mean, but also the. People we who thought are... the, the the last time they wanted the visibility of being right on the on the avenue, um, but the the basketball court would be a prime location. But that's nice. I mean, one of the things you can do is you can hmm? do. Oh, that'd be nice. It can't be in the park. They could be. Well, you know, it's not a. It's and maybe you work out something. They get a half hour free parking or something like that to go visit and get out. Sometimes you get those codes. I mean, people hate to walk, but they can. Anybody can park here. And it's across the street, but same thing in the shopping center. You want to but park in the front. But we tested it out. You know, if we did it on the basketball court. If it gets bigger, we move to the park. You could get some of those floaty signs and then put them by where parking is so people understand. Also, we'd promote it, right? We'd put it on the back of the sign, we'd put it on social media, we'd get the information out there. So I don't think visibility um, would be a hindrance if we play it the right way. And we have good vendors. I mean, you have good vendors. Yeah, so you're already working on it. That's what my girlfriend went to you. Yeah, where'd your farmer's market go? I think that's why I was reaching out. She yeah. went to the Red Bank one, it's great. So. The Red Bank one's amazing. It's, it's really wonderful. Even the Monmouth Beach one, I bike there on yeah, Saturday cool. mornings to go. Right. You know, it doesn't need to be big. I think getting, or you know, just from the ground sort of product is, uh, is wonderful. So I guess the first question would be, do we want to do it at all? Yep. And I, I mean, my sense, listening to the conversation, nobody's against it. Yep. And then the second question is, how would you actually implement it in a way that's both positive but doesn't negatively affect the town from revenue or something like that? Why don't you invite him over and yeah. take a walk outside? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'd be happy. The problem with the basketball court is people have to have a vehicle that they can bring up and unload. And, then, uh, and where they put their vehicle, and then back and forth. Uh, usually when you go to these fairs, their vehicle is here and their table is. 20 feet in front of it and they're all set. Well, when you start to separate them out, you're going to lose them. Yeah. So if we were to do like a Tuesday, 9 to 11, trucks come in, 8 before parking, start setting up, can you get a sense of what sort of revenue we might be off the offset and are looking at? Well, you could just add the numbers up, right? If it's $2 an hour times X hours. I just don't know how many. Yeah. But it's always different. Like a Tuesday would be lighter than no, I mean, a I think that like, for how long? Yeah. I think what really happened in the last farmers market is they wanted a ton of parking spots. 
And then if, they, if there was somebody over and saw we had to take it and throw them out of there. And then they decided they wanted to stay the whole day anyway. It was just for two or three hours. And originally, it was like five, six o'clock at night, and they were still here. And it just wasn't really ran the right way. Somebody came and set up a thing, went over to a parking spot, that's fine, but they just can't park, you know, the pickup truck with the right. trailer, leave it there, and go over there, and then. Well, I think that would be part of Jen's responsibility, right? Like, here's the. Yeah. The, and the, the, and the farmers market people weren't even. Some more than that nice. Like, we want this car out of here. It's more for our policing. Like, we're going to mess on that. This wasn't, it wasn't meant to be that. It wasn't the farmers. way we wanted to see. They were not nice farmers. This is not our year. It was a year for the crops, I guess. Yeah. But she wants to come in. Maybe we could work something out. Yeah, well, we'll have to tell her what, our, what, the, what the difficulties are, and she'll be in charge of doing and if you have a preferred day, I think she said Tuesdays because there are a lot of farmers market. I think Fridays are already, Friday, Saturday, Sundays are usually already taken. So that would be horrendous. Yeah, awful. We wouldn't even consider that, right? So the off day. Okay. Thanks, Heather. Mm -hmm. All right, we have a list of uh, four coming resolutions there. You can look through. They'll be on the next agenda, and we also have a bond ordinance for your review. Um, we do have an executive, right? So you were with an executive session? Oh, we do. Yesterday? We do. Okay. So then in a minute, we'll be making a motion to go to it. And as always, we won't take any action after this. So this is the end of the public portion of the meeting. So thanks for coming out, guys. When did we get the bids? And uh, with that being said, we're going to make, make a motion to enter into closed session. So moved. Second. All right. Council members Bieber? Yes. Booker? Yes. Catalano? Yes. Norman? Yes. Keeler? Yes. And Locke? Yes. All right. Want to